0: Yo, 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 what up, y'all? Happy Thursday. Welcome to another brand new episode of the World Famous Behind the Baller podcast. I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble. <laughs> Some of you guys know me as the Korean Liam Neeson. A lot of you guys know me as the Korean John Cusack. I am also known as the Wash Lord, a.k.a. The Forrest Gump Hip Hop. Guys, we got a great show, Solo Dolo, and I've been enjoying it, Solo Dolo. But we do have these interviews coming up, and it's all good. I'm not tripping. But, you know, there's a lot of free game that I've been trying to give you guys. So, you know, let's get into it. But um, real quick, again, this is a Dust Brothers production. Shout out to Miles and Jordan. Um, But, yeah, you know, this is the most unorthodox top business podcast on earth. We got listeners all over the place. We really have listeners all over the motherfucking place. Um, Guys, Baller Breaks. Yes. Motherfucker's been asking me to break shit forever ever okay people have been asking me to break shit forever and you know what i've been like kind of like oh well you know what am i gonna do i, I didn't want to have to be able to write down the splits and you know what i'm saying and do all the fucking other shit and having you know multiple people involved and whatever and then i was like you know what perfect fucking partnership network does breaks here and there and they got people on their team we do all this stuff so i could just host Bust open packs, and I got somebody else put him in the top loaders, put him in the penny sleeves, and all the other shit. So Baller Breaks debuts tonight, 7 to 9 p.m., live from Los Angeles, only on the network app. That's NTWRK. Guys, we are breaking some shit, okay? We got Absolute. We got Panini One football. We got new shit. We got older shit. We got John Morant rookies we're going to pull out of optics. We got motherfucking flawless, guys. Okay, that's 25000 a box, and we ain't fucking around. Only on the network app, Baller Breaks, tonight, 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific time. I got a couple of the OG Ben Baller 2020 boxes from the archives. I got 2021. Yo, we got some shit. I got F1 Chrome we're going to break later. We got all kinds of stuff, right? Um, I still got a little bit of a cough. It's been a weird week because I've been kind of fucked up for about a week now. It's been over a week. And um, London and Kaya got real sick on Monday. So the fucked up part about all of this is Kaya came home Monday, London stayed, and then he came home and he got sick as fuck. So on Tuesday and Wednesday, London was on the motherfucking nebulizer, saturation level at 92 and 93, and you know that ain't no good. Now, just because COVID has made people more fucked up, you gotta understand a healthy child should not have 93 uh, blood oxygen levels. So it's been kind of a juggle, you know, um, Tuesdays and Thursdays Ryder has a jujitsu class, you know, um, Wednesdays uh, Kaya has ballet and then London has, you know, golf practice on Fridays. So we got a lot going on, but thank God uh, Kaya turned the corner, London turned the corner. Kaya had a 103.5 fever. She even hit 104. And I'm like, yo, at this point, these thermometers have to be wrong. So we had the good one where you put on the forehead. Then we had the one you put in the ear. It, she was boiling hot. She was all right. She used to have seizures. And it's just been a fucking crazy week. And that was Monday. And it lasted until yesterday. Kids are back in school. We are good. I want to talk about this George Lopez Celebrity golf classic, which was fucking incredible. All right, guys, this was fucking incredible. And I want to talk about this right now. Um, I got a lot of weirdos, man, a lot of people like, I've given nobody a reason to inherit this, you know, reputation of capping because these podcasts are, you know, they're archived into the clown, they're here forever. So, you know, shit that I say I'ma do and I don't do, some people thought that certain things were bullshit, like even like the the black card from Dave and Busters or you know, even in a bape collab or whatever the fuck it may be, people are like, yo, ba da 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 shit's real. Like, you know what I mean? My life is real and, and I don't even really talk about everything, you know, that there's, you know, I talk about much more of it on the podcast, but I don't really, you know, bring up other shit. So anyways, George Lopez has been doing this for 15 years. This is a 15th annual. This is my second time attending. It is um, for uh, kidney health and kidney transplants and all that type of stuff. As you know, years ago, um, some of you may know, may not know, George Lopez needed a kidney transplant. He got one from his wife at the time. And um, he's, he's been advocating for kidney health ever since. And it was for a great cause. So he raised money for that. And uh, it was it's always a fucking super sick event. Um, it's at Lakeside Country Club in Toluca Lake, California. And, you know, stars showed up. Yeah, had like Tim Allen, Don Cheadle, Cedric Entertainer, Chris Spencer, um, DL Hewley, who else we have, Joe Montana, Joe Pesci, Andy Garcia, who else is there, man? There was definitely, oh fuck, Lee Trevino, right? Along with like about six other PGA pros, Lee Trevino is literally probably, he's one of the greatest golfers ever to live. And um, it's kind of crazy, right? This is my second time ever playing 18 holes. Now, I've practiced on nine holes as of recently, right? I have a great coach, Ron Del Barrio. A lot of people have no idea that this motherfucker would serve them on a platter like it was silly, like it was nothing. And I I have a cousin who's a pro is really good. And he may think so, but I'm telling you, it's just not gonna happen. And this dude would do it literally just chilling. You know, golf is a game of misses. Golf is all about the short game. Golf is all about mentality. And it is a mental game, big time. And with that being said, I started off the first fucking hole playing like absolute shit. I shanked the motherfucker like 40 yards to left. The crazy part was Lee Trevino actually shanked it, hit just as bad as I did. He's Lee Trevino though, and he's also 80 fucking years old or 82 years old. So he had him a second shot. You know, It's a celebrity golf tournament, not really tripping. For the most part, some people kept score. I think it's cap. I think everyone definitely kept score. Some people were just having fun, not tripping. And uh, I didn't keep the score, but score was kept. So first hole, I hit a 10. Uh, I thought I hit an 11. I hit a 10. It was fucking awful. Um, we did going to finish it. It's scramble golf. So whoever, whoever has the best score is the team win. You know what I mean? And basically, you know, whoever has the best, you know, hit. Then from there, we use that. It's, if you understand how team golf works. So um, my teammate this year is a guy named Luis Garcia. And Luis played George Lopez's son on the show. I had no fucking idea. This was his first year playing, and this is George Lopez's son. This guy played all six seasons playing You know, George Lopez's son. Dude is a professional golfer. He was a fucking ringer. No one knew. This motherfucker was cold as ice. He was definitely very good. He shot a 60-something. Don't remember exactly what he was. Um, We had another pro playing on our team, but he was really, really, really good. Another thing that surprised me, Don Cheadle's game is really good. Um, But shockingly enough, I shot under 100, and um, I think Ron, my coach, said it took him over a year or two to get under 100. And that was fucking 40 years ago, probably. Uh, He's been playing forever, but he wasn't surprised like crazy because you know we prepped a lot this last two weeks, and I've had just amazing practices. You know, playing nine, uh, going through every you know golf club in the bag, and um, you know practicing chipping and uh, putting. And all the other stuff, and punting is my strongest, you know, uh, feature, you know. Now, but had some amazing fucking shots. Second hole played like shit. After the second hole, I really was embarrassed. Um, I was playing with a guy named Brian Kellen. He's a comedian who always opens up for George. He's always been with George forever. Uh, who else was on my team? Roland Martin, who is a you know famous comedian as well. Um, Luis. Again, well, we had two teams where we we're still on the kind of the same thing because Joe Pesci was not on my team this year, but he was on my team. Like, he was on our team, but, you know, these guys were in a different, uh, like a wave. And um crazy thing was, they are very encouraging. They are very, very cool. Like, I oh, don't worry about it. That was cool. You know, so it happens to everyone, boom. And I ain't gonna lie to you. A couple of the guys, you know, they whiffed some balls. They had some shit fuck up and whatever. But then on the third hole, I started waking up. But front nine, definitely, you know what I'm saying, Uh, I was okay. I was definitely better than I thought I'd be. But also, last year, first time ever hitting, you know, a driver just right there, boom. um, I hit that motherfucker like 230, 240 yards. And uh, so it was was embarrassing, you know, especially the first hole. You know, you just kick that off. Everyone's watching. It was pretty embarrassing. Um, So going on and going forward... You know, we had a great time. Every hole, there's something going on. There's a shot. There's smoking weed, which is like, you know, and this is because it's George. They they let all this crazy shit happen. Inca Cola was one of the sponsors this time. So it was lit. There was a lot of great swag, you know, like free Bluetooth pillows that were cold. And like, you put your head in the pillow and there's music in them. It's crazy shit. There's, you know, wireless headphones, clothes, new grips, uh, ball sponsors. And a lot of the shit golf-wise, I'm good. You know I'm fully endorsed by TaylorMade, so I don't really need. It. That's the you know, greatest fucking golf brand there is. So you know I was just chilling. And, you know there was a you know wine. I mean uh, whiskey bars, all kinds of shit. There was you take a drink. You know in the first after the first fucking hole at the back nine, there is a taco stand and it's usually a snack shop, but there's like a bathroom there and they just had all kinds of more swag, cigars and fucking massage, photo booth. Um, all types of shit. I can't even begin to get into it. But there was a full-blown, you know, taco person there, full bar, DJ. It was cracking. Like, this shit was cracking. Like, last year was cool because I was like, you know, it was dope to be with Robbie from The Doors and be with uh, Joe Pesci as my teammate. But this year, you know, I played a lot better. And this year, I, you know, I had the mechanics. I understand how to play now. And I've only been playing golf since October, you know, and I have so many hours under, the, you know, the clubs. But I'm fucking playing a lot and I obviously have a great coach. And people are saying, oh, that swing, they don't know the dog. You don't know shit. If you really knew golf, then you wouldn't know shit. Cause you go out there, man, and get clowned. Like, I'm not saying by me, cause I'm not saying I'm a good golfer. I'm just saying I understand the mechanics now. And for me to get my first birdie on hole 13, that's a big fucking deal. You know what I'm saying? Especially because, like, people don't even get birdies like that on a par four. And after that, the crazy part was I hit four fucking pars. Was it five in a row or did I hit one par before that, then the birdie, then the four pars? It was pretty crazy. So, you know, um, I thought I got an 88. I thought I got a 91. I hit a 92 for the course, my second time ever playing 18 holes. Um, I'm going to talk about some more shit that's going on with golf a little bit later, but I just wanted to bring that up. Um Yeah, I want to thank George Lopez. Fucking amazing. I can't believe it. I was getting golf lessons on. I was getting pointers for two or three different holes from Lee Trevino. He was playing in our group, and it was surreal because this was my dad. Rest in peace. His fucking idol. Like, Lee Trevino, this is, come on, man, literally one of the greatest golfers ever in his 80s, and he's just chilling. We're just playing and he's just telling me the way that you know why the ball went to the right a little bit and even ron has told me a lot of things but this is different he's trying to get me ready on some mr miyagi shit and get my mechanics ready for this thing and i'm playing another tournament on tuesday which is crazy and i'm playing another fucking tournament in like two more weeks for my boy Amelia rivera by the way yes shout out to my boy Amelia rivera uh from mayans if you did not know he's a star of mayans my boy Amelia Rivera. i was one of the first people to put him in a feature film That movie Cake was one of the very first films he did. And then he just started doing big fucking movies and blew the fuck up. And he asked me to play his uh, celebrity golf tournament. So I'm fucking psyched. It was a great event. The food was fucking amazing. After we finished the 18, we celebrated. There was a bar. There was full food. There was a whole gifting suite. I didn't even walk into that shit. I was just exhausted. I was going to hang out until like 8, 9 p.m. and get faded and everything. But um, I had a martini with Joe Pesci. Kicked it and chilled and talked about different things. He was in a much better mood this year. But because London had such a high, oh, it was feeling shitty and uh, was on the fucking nebulizer. And then Kai had a fever. I was like, fuck this. Let me go home and let me have dinner with my kids and let me just get out of here. But yeah, again, amazing. I got the golf bug. I have never, ever had a bug in any kind of sports shit like this. Of course, football and basketball is different. You know, like it's cool. Basketball is great. Playing at the beach or playing whatever. If you're not playing pro, you're not playing college. For me, it doesn't feel the same. No matter how much I love the game, it was different, playing competitively, What I felt something different, you know? I don't give a fuck about that white man can't jump type shit. Uh, that just doesn't give me any fulfillment, you know, even if I'm playing with friends, whatever. Um, golf, whole different level of where I am in life and um, I could play golf until I'm fucking, you know, 80. You know, God willing. But uh, yeah, we're gonna pivot into something else, man. So. This is something really important that I want to talk about um, I was talking to a friend of mine who I have known since she was man 21 years old met this girl at 21 she dated the same guy for almost 10 years right dated him before she was even 18 I think one he stole a little bit of her youth two you know um, she' was together for so long with this this guy. She's like thirty something now, early thirties, and she hasn't been with this guy in a couple of years. He's strung her along here and there and whatever. Good person, um, cute girl, and uh, you know she's works, She's a good person, not not type to steal or anything. But what's crazy is I just had this discussion with her because I was like, yo, like you know she's breaking things down, like you know she's slept with less than, you know, she can count every guy she's ever had sex with on one hand, right? And even less than one hand, pretty much. She's just breaking it down. She's like, she's has trauma. She's traumatized by men because of one bad dude, because one fucking idiot. And it's crazy because, you know, again, we talk about mental health, we talk about these things, but it's like, look, okay, yes, you might need professional help. Like, you may need to see somebody about this, But let me tell you something, you need to do something. And this is for anybody else out there who's had a piece of shit girlfriend, piece of shit baby moms, whatever the fuck it is. Look, if you're still in your 30s and you're about to waste your life, or better yet, this girl doesn't have kids. So imagine you're gonna go out there and not really give that chance and go out because one dude, fuck your shit, you're so traumatized. And some people say, how can you? You know, you're so paralyzed. But at least go and try to make the effort and see somebody. Use better help. Use anybody. You, you probably do need professional help if you're that traumatized, but don't waste your life. Don't let another year go by. Don't let it two, three years go by and then miss a chance at procreating, right? And serving purpose in this world. You might birth the next fucking president. Like you literally might birth the next LaMelo Ball. You might birth the next Elon Musk. You never fucking know right he has a lot of responsibility to something else whatever and there's a lot of risks and everything that's fucking life and you face adversity head on but to just be like oh, I'm just I don't know and I just feel like I'm weird and I don't want to talk to this person whatever I'm just like I get it do you know you keep but it's easy to talk yourself out of shit what ain't cool is when that time and that clock is ran out and your biological clock you know people don't know this and a lot of people don't realize that women giving birth after 32, it becomes, you know, high risk. 34, you got to start taking fucking, um, what do they call it? They call it um, a geriatric pregnancy. At thirty fucking four. okay, 38 starts getting crazy. Now, if you don't freeze your eggs, you know, if your guy's out there and you don't know what's going on, you don't get it. You're like, oh, that woman had one at 40. A lot, way more chances of Down syndrome autism, things like that, when you know you have birth, when a woman has a kid at 40. Now, if a woman's had a kid before at 18, had one again at 24, had one at 32, yeah, she could have one at 40. You know, it's less chances of her because she's already given birth. You know, with the help of in vitro and other things, those are expensive ass things to do. But when the window closes, and I've seen it happen, I won't say any names, because I have a feeling that some of these people listen to the show, when that window closes, and you're still trying at 45, like fuck, I partied, I went around, messed around too much, I wasn't ready, boom. Look, sometimes when you're not ready, you still got no choice. Do you wanna know why? Because you're gonna miss your window. So whether you're ready or not, some people, yeah, you can't do it, but sometimes you force yourself in that situation. Some people put themselves in situations because they just wanna live a comfortable life all their lives, and there's nothing wrong with that. Stop being fucking selfish though, okay? Now again, on the whole other spectrum, your kids did not ask to be here, right, you don't get any extra points for taking care of your kids, they didn't ask to be here, you brought them into the world, so, you know, there's a lot of different two-way streets going on here, but I just have to let, you know, women out there know, like, just because we're guys, you got a bad guy, bad girl you were traumatized by, fuck that, you jump up and you try again, you know, it's just a, crazy situation that we live in you know with this world today and with social media and, and just everything but yo you can't let that shit take you know away your possible because like yo you'll be 50 and regret the fuck out of not trying then you'll be lonely have nothing going on in life no in whatever and maybe you find love at 50 but it's like at that point you know boom some people don't want to have kids that's great you want to have dogs cool it's different like I said, you can't compare. We would say, "Oh, mommy to two dogs and blah blah." No, it's different. And some people say, "Oh, it's rude. You shouldn't ask women when are you gonna have kids and blah blah." Maybe some cat. You know what? Fuck you. I'm so sick of fucking sensitive little bitch motherfuckers. I, not dog. And ain't try. Look at. Oh, it didn't work out, man. Too bad, man. I'm sorry. And then at that point, yes, empathy will come out. I, I apologize. Right. So when that's none of your business, go tell me to go fuck off. That's your right too. That, that's your prerogative. Okay. And all this shit with this Roe versus Wade going on, I don't have too much of an opinion. I just have one thing I could say. Why the fuck would you not want to give a woman the right to fucking do what the fuck she wants to do up to a certain extent, whether it be eight weeks or, I don't know, what is it, 12 12 weeks is the max? I don't know what it is, okay? But this shit right here is some crazy shit. That whole Catholic, um, you know, belief of not using condoms and then not having abortions and certain things. And look, man, don't do that now. You know, it's just a, Weird situation or, or make adoption a lot easier. It's real fucking difficult. So I had to go on that bit and rant a little bit. Um, I didn't get to see my boy Chappelle. Obviously, he got attacked on stage two nights ago. Fucking epic fucking show. I'm seeing Elon Musk was there, did he was everyone was there, right? And even my wife's friends were there and and I'm like, you know, we're dealing with the kids being sick and we're just trying to make sure that London doesn't have to go to the ER. But you know, you fucked around and found out, right? Dude was a Trump supporter. He's making all these weird-ass fucking songs. He's a rapper. He's a fucking goofy motherfucker who got his arm dislocated, got his fucking head lumped up, got the shit beat out of him. Like, why the fuck? How the fuck did he get on stage with the knife and the gun? Like, like the gun wasn't real, but the knife was. Like, it's crazy. The security didn't even, like, do anything. But it was just, just fucking weird, man. I never know. Sometimes I shake people's hands. And again, it ain't about who's more famous, I'm not talking about that, I still got fans, I got people who are weird as fuck, hit me up in the DMs, hit me on Twitter, say some off the wall shit, can't even be themselves, are too fucking pussy, too fucking scared, too fucking bitch made to post under real account, they'd rather hide under something, which I don't do, and it's just goofy as fuck, but know this, you ain't getting hit by me, I'm gonna end up shooting your ass, right? There might be a civil suit. But there ain't going to be no criminal suit. Motherfucker, I already went through all that fucking shit with a gun permit. But, yeah, my, you know, that's just crazy that Chappelle got attacked and there's just all kinds of bullshit that's going on. What do people think? What do you think? Boom. I think he should have got his ass whooped. And he's in jail and he's stupid as fuck. So let's see what happens from there. Speaking of fucking my brain, just, um, you know, I've canceled a few trips, canceled Dubai. I don't know if, you know, I was supposed to be in Dubai uh, next month um, is a paid gig, but it just wasn't paid enough. I really, really, really just want to focus on the kids. They're very alert. We're having these conversations on a regular basis. It's just like, it's different. It's crazy. Uh, we got vacations coming up. We got RV trips coming up and you know, with the family, uh, even canceled San Francisco next week, but, uh, I am going to San Diego to interview Pamela Grace. Um, A real estate agent who I was talking shit about on this show before. (laughs) Thought she was like a porn star or something, but she's actually a lovely Filipina, you know, a Pinay real estate agent out in Dago. Uh, I'm going to Carlsbad as well because, uh, you know, TaylorMade is based out there. So I got some meetings for that, but obviously doing podcast business. But I am going back to D.C. and I'm fucking excited about hitting Washington, D.C. Gonna see my dog, Paul. Uh, We're going to get into a commercial break, man. Do not forget, speaking of breaks, Baller Breaks is tonight, 7 to 9 p.m. Stop playing. Be right back, y'all. Who in the BTB army runs a small business? You or someone you know? Then listen up. Bambi, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, was created specifically for small businesses you can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance all for just $99 a month. When running a business, HR issues can kill you. Wrong for termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, and HR manager salaries aren't cheap, an average of $70,000 a year. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or even real time chat. From onboarding to terminations, they customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day to day, all for just $99 a month. Month to month, no hidden fees, cancel any time. You didn't start your business because you wanted to spend time on HR compliance. Let Bambi help. Get your free HR audit today Go to Bambi.com slash baller right now to schedule your free HR audit. That's Bambi.com slash baller, spelled bam to the B-E-E dot com slash baller. What's up, guys? This weekend, Charles Oliveira Defends his title against the number one ranked contender at UFC 274. And MyBookie has all the action. It's not too late to place your bets. Only one of these fighters will walk away the lightweight champion. But anyone can walk away a winner with MyBookie. Sign up at MyBookie.ag and use my promo code BenBaller. You'll instantly get a deposit up to $1,000 on your first deposit the only way watching these fights could get any better is to get paid doing it and my bookie makes that possible. You know how we get down with our sports betting? BTB Army, get your plays from Captain Picks and then bet at my bookie using promo code BenBaller. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life can be overwhelming, and many people are burned out without even knowing it. Symptoms can include lack of motivation, feeling helpless or trapped, detachment, fatigue, and more. I've been burned out before, talked about it on this podcast. Instead of keeping inside, it's better to talk it out, especially with a loved one or a professional. We associate burnout with work, but that's not the only cause. Any of our roles in life can lead us to feel burned out and BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing stress in your life. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on a camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you could be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Behind the Baller listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash baller. That's betterhelp.com slash baller. Yo, yo, um, my bathing ape drop. Is this Saturday, May 7th, that is at the Bape LA store on Melrose, just a hair west of Robertson, right across the street from Maxfields, right next to the world famous Craig's restaurant. Good fucking restaurant. That's this Saturday, May 7th, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. There's a very, very, very limited edition t-shirt drop. It is going to sell out very fast. I'm going to be doing some giveaways. I'm going to be signing cards, bring some cards. I'm going to take pictures, do all that. We got some other giveaway shit that's going to be lit. And then I'm going to be going to get some motherfucking food. I might hit Le Petit 4. I'm not sure. But we got a PML Quick Strike that starts at 5.30 p.m. in Rosemead, California. Contact PML Quick Strike for the meet location exactly. Do all this privately because of police and all the other shit because of what might could happen, but this quick strike is going to end up in Koreatown. I am super hyped. We're gonna be watching the movie Doctor Strange. Love. It is gonna be from five thirty probably to about ten thirty. It's gonna be dope. There's gonna be food. We're gonna be fucking you know in exotic cars. We're gonna have a good time. You know what I'm saying? breaking a good time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am very excited to say that motherfucking my favorite TV show ever, Bosch is coming back tomorrow. I'm not being paid this ain't no fucking advertisement. I'm giving you guys some game. Bosch Legacy, the spin-off show of Harry Bosch starts tomorrow, May 6th. Bosch Legacy, it will be on uh Amazon Prime, which I believe, I think it's the IMDb channel, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be on Amazon. I'm fucking hyped. I can't wait. This motherfucker's private investigator now. You know, um, meet some new people. But um, Jamie, I forgot what the fuck is Jamie's fucking name. God damn, I forgot. Bosch's partner, that black dude, he's on a new TV show on HBO Max called We Own the City. It's about Baltimore Police Department. If you know Baltimore, Baltimore has always been, in the last 30, 40 years, Baltimore has been in the top 10 most dangerous cities, murder capital, all that baltimore pd this show is lit is fucking good there's so far two episodes we own the city one of the producers is david simon or is it time david whatever the guy from the sopranos and the main star is john bernthal i fucking love that guy he was in fucking um the the walking dead this motherfucker john was in fucking the accountant Every movie this dude has been in. He was in Wolf Wall Street. He's just a great I love this fucking guy. So the fact that he's in this show, he was a punisher. John Byrne thought, yo, I'm excited. Um, I'm gonna watch Tokyo Vice tonight, probably. And um, to tell you the truth, I was talking about it earlier. I can't wait. I cannot wait until this weekend is over. We got Mother's Day this weekend, guys. Do not forget your wives, your moms. Um um, your wife baby moms, uh, you know, your wives if they have kids, if you guys have kids. But after Sunday, my life is going to be a lot easier. I've been going through way too much fucking over fucking loading. So now, just like Kawhi Leonard, I'm about to get some load management and just chill. After this Saturday night, you know, we got Mother's Day brunch and whatever, after this weekend... I'm gonna be chilling, be focusing on video, focusing on, you know, just the other shit and just kind of sit back. My fuck around starts some jewelry pieces that I need to finish and I'm gonna let the work come to me, but I need to kick it because shit has just been getting too crazy for me. It really has been getting a little too nuts. One of the reasons why I am going to San Diego is I'm gonna go see TaylorMade and I was gonna, you know, saying the kingdom. You know, which is what they call the TaylorMade headquarters, I am going to get custom fitted for golf clubs. And the crazy thing is, outside of their pros, there's been five guys who have been custom fitted at the kingdom. That's how few people get custom fitted unless you are a pro. You can get fitted at Roger Dunn or fucking some other place even there. I'm talking about getting fitted at TaylorMade by the motherfucking legend, okay? The same dude, who fitted all Tiger Woods for Tiger Woods for all his clubs. And when you get custom fitted, you get maximum power. You know, everything to help your game is a huge fucking honor. So I'm getting all new clubs. Um, and I'm and I'm fucking super fucking excited. You know, when you build a lifetime of networks of plugs and things like that, you understand why insiders win, right? You understand why people's circles win. There's some people who have circles I just don't like and whatever, and I feel like it's just that, you know, eternal fucking circle jerk, fucking, just that old weirdo bitch shit, but it goes on regardless, you know what I mean, where, you know, LeBron has a circle, and you got fucking Mark Zuckerberg has a circle, and they don't let, you know, their people in, they don't let outsiders in, and, you know, good for them. But, you know, I don't really have a circle, you know, I have so few friends. It's my family. But as far as, like, the plugs that I have, I take care of my people, they take care of me. And one thing about golf is more deals, like I said, have been done in a golf course than they have in a boardroom. And when you have the inside plug and you have these things, you know, you utilize these. And I'm just fucking super excited, and super grateful that TaylorMade is fucking me like this. And I don't know what I'm gonna do with the old clubs because they're very, very, very nice and very expensive. But if you are a super follower of mine on Twitter, then you would have known that the day before yesterday, I gave away about five, $6,000 with the baseball cards. and I'm not joking. This is the truth. Never knew the dude. Don't know anything about him. All I know is from some Whittier. I don't even fucking know his name because his username was like R-R-O-Y-B or something. And he listens to the show. But, you know, I blessed him with, you know, one of fives, one, you know, several one of five autographs, you know, other autographs, tons of Project 70, tons of Project 20. I gave him just a bunch of cards. I've been cleaning out my storage closet. And I still have some more giveaways to do. And I also blessed him with a brand new um, pitching wedge. Said he fucks around, plays golf a little bit here and there. So just know that if you super follow me, I'm going to be giving away some dope shit. I got some clothes. You know, most of my clothes are going to be extra large. It's rare if it's a large top. Um, Most of my bottoms going to be large. I'm a 34 waist. So you know, going to be giving away a bunch of stuff. Usually give away size 10, 10 and a half shoes because I'm a size 11, 11 and a half. So I know why people keep sending me fucking 10, 10 and a half, but. That's what it is. I got some babe swim trunks. I got some other stuff. But I got some dope shit to give away. Um, speaking of super followers, I am going to plan this Dave and Buster's get together for super followers. And I also now it's a great idea. El Segundo has a top golf. So why not do a fucking top golf meetup? Right? That'd probably be the fucking dopest thing to fucking do. My boy Jock Peterson came into town, and uh, it's funny because uh, he hit me up for the babe collab. You know, that's my dog regardless. I just hate seeing this motherfucker, you know, playing for the Giants. Sorry, fucking uh, um, Miles Davis. Miles is a big fucking Giants fan. He's all SF Sports fans, um, except he likes the Lakers, which is cool. But we crushed the motherfucking Giants last night, you know what I'm saying? Um, we beat them on Tuesday, too, so, you know, we, we took them out. But Jock is still my dude. He came by to to check out the old hood and everything. He is the first person to get the Babe collaboration. Again, that is this Saturday. Uh, It is going to be a very fucking difficult shirt to get, so you better get there early. Going on to... Oh, real quick. Seattle Seahawks football. They just announced that we have a home game. We have 10 home games. Nine at Lumen Field. One at... uh, Is it Allegiant Field? Whatever. Not Allegiant, but somewhere like that. We have a... Game in Germany, in Munich, in November in Munich. It's gonna be fucking freezing, but I think it's a dome, and I'm thinking about fucking going. I might take my father-in-law. I don't fucking know. It's November in Germany. You know, I got a cousin out there who will be out here this summer, but it'd be fucking lit to go check out uh Seahawks play against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers play against Brady in Germany. You know what I'm saying? And, Kicking with some of the 12s we'll see what's up her we got a big fan base in fucking germany too so that would be fucking super super lit so yeah definitely gonna be fucking with that um nba playoffs let's end the show with the nba mother fucking playoffs now some of these things went the way i thought they would and again some of them didn't but for the most part dallas been playing tough tougher than I thought they would, Luka's a problem, whatever, boom, guess what, they're down 2-0, and um, I know they're going to Dallas now, I don't know, Phoenix looks real weird at certain times, I'm not really like, point guard. don't really look like, I don't know, Booker, they, I, I, if anything, I'm more fucking impressed by fucking Aiton and fucking McGee and all these other guys, but I think Phoenix is going to prevail out of that series, uh, Miami, Philly, fucking disappointing, but you know what, I like Miami, you know, it's like, I'm gonna talk shit, man. Tyler Heroes fucking six man of the year. He's with XL Sports Manager with, our, with my agency. I don't mind Miami as much anymore, I guess. It's kind of sad. Even if Embiid comes, I, I just don't know, man. Just Philly just don't look like they got it together. Um, Milwaukee, Boston. Was I wrong? Milwaukee tapped that ass. Boston came back and tapped that ass way, way harder. So I think that's gonna be probably one of the best fucking series. That's one of the best series. The other Series that I fucking love is this Golden State Memphis motherfucking Grizzlies series, and let me tell you something right now: John Morant was a layup away from being up two zero against the Dubs. And know this: I love the Golden State Warriors. I never had a problem with them. This is gonna be a motherfucking series. This is gonna be a dog fight All these little flagrant fouls and all this weirdo shit. I'm telling you, Memphis may fuck around and sneak in that bitch. And if it's Memphis versus fucking Boston, Memphis versus Miami, Memphis versus fucking I do see versus fucking Milwaukee, Memphis Boston, Memphis Miami, I'm not mad at GS versus Miami versus Boston, I'm not mad at. So I'm hyped, you know. Make sure you go to Captain Picks, um, they got all the shit. We've been on fucking fire, and um, I don't know what else to say. I'm excited, you know. Kind of a shorter episode today, but it was you know it, it's a nice one took care of everything i need to say and um it's fucking hilarious man baller busters just fucking destroyed producer michael who's one of the goofiest motherfuckers in the world and they wanted me to address this fucking not them saying, but these people trying to have me address this nft situation again it's just like look some things don't make it some things fail right the thing is because there are some people left in the dark, not for me, you know what I mean? Not, I got no control, but people just thinking things and just saying shit just because they've lost money. And, you know, I have empathy for anybody who's losing money, especially for something that's attached to my name. But at a certain point, if I have no control, what do you want me to do? It's a mistake, right? People are like, Web3 is forever. Yeah, possibly you know what i mean but at the same time you know who fucking knows things can change 1500 thousand different times and no one would know ethereum may not exist in 10 years 5 years who fucking knows what's going to happen and trust me i have been offered major 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 nft collaborations with the biggest of the biggest in the game so think of three or four really big studios that are doing NFTs. Yeah, I have. All right. My agent who is not longer with me anymore, he was the one who presented the deal. He is new to the thing. I thought these guys knew what they're talking about. Whatever, boom. It is what it is. So anyways, on a more positive note, again, don't forget guys, Mother's Day is on Sunday. This is not your practice life. That should just be a fucking mantra. Right? That is it. I'm just a little bit out of it I got a busy day today and uh I'm excited for this weekend to be over like I said again sorry I lost train of thought this is not your practice life make it a great day two mantras you need to have them embedded in your head subscribe to the show if you haven't subscribed we got some shit coming up we got some dope interviews coming up I love you guys lakey lake do your thing bro